Hello and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please feel free to share it with your friends. This episode, another episode of Sports Takes with Trey Blossman and myself, TK. Trey Blossman and I will take a look at things happening in the sporting world. The Olympics have been postponed for a year. We'll talk about NFL, college football. Will we see that in the fall? The NBA, MLB, and much, much more. Some more talk about the NFC South and some XFL players that have gotten an opportunity to perhaps make an NFL roster. So sports takes with Trey and TK, kicking a bunch of things around in just a couple of minutes. Hey, don't forget to connect with me on social media. I'm happy to do that. Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Connect with me. I love sports, music, food, having fun, you name it. Connect with me on social media. Talking Sports with TK has its own Facebook and Instagram account. We're going to listen to a quick message and we'll come back. We'll be joined by Trey Blossman. It's Sports Takes right after this pause. Stay. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We continue with Talking Sports with TK. As I mentioned, it's time for Sports Takes with Trey Blossman and myself. We'll be joined by Trey in just a moment. A lot happening in sports. Not all good news. The the Olympics have been postponed. NFL still moving forward. We're going to kick all that around and a whole lot more. First thing we got to do is welcome to the podcast, Trey Blossman. Trey, how are you today? Doing fine, Tommy. Muddling through through the weirdness here. Yeah, weirdness, that's just one word for it. Uh, Let's start with the Olympics. They've been postponed. They were dilly-dallying around with a decision. Now they've come out. I mean, it's in mid-July is when it would be scheduled to start. So you're looking at, what, four months from now. But the uncertainty, the unknown, and the fact that the Olympics, as people traveling from all over the globe to one spot – I think it's a wise move to push it off to 2021. There'll be some logistical problems, but they got time to figure that out. Um, The Olympics have been postponed, and I think that was the right thing to do, but it does kind of maybe crack that door open of, are we going to have football this fall from high school to college to NFL? Well, Tommy, the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, made the decision I had been reading for weeks that Japan did not want to delay. The host nation wanted the Olympics to go on. But there's a lot more at play than just the games themselves, Tommy. You have to have Olympic trials to determine who's on your country's Olympic team. And we don't have the wherewithal in the foreseeable future to schedule These trials are for the trials to go on as previously scheduled, I guess would be the correct way to say it. So this needed to happen. And I applaud the IOC in making this decision. You know, three weeks ago, I thought this coronavirus thing was all being overblown. I don't know now. You know, they keep telling us it's really horrible and 
hundreds of thousands of people are going to catch it and tens of thousands of people are going to die. I'm not wise enough in the ways of science to really get my head around that, but I, I, I trust the president. I don't know that I trust a lot of the others in Washington, D.C., but I'm at least at this point convinced that powerful people have convinced President Trump that this is a big deal. And because of that, I'm doing my part. I'm I'm trying to stay home the best I can. Uh, you mentioned no football season. You know, that, that's kind of what a lot of people are looking forward to when this is over and done having some normalcy in a football season, we start looking like we're going to lose football. The people in the South are going to be seriously depressed, Tommy. And I'm not joking. Uh, it's a major way of life down here. Uh, LSU coming off a national championship season. Everybody's anxious for the Tigers to suit up again and see what Miles Brennan can do. Uh, it would be catastrophic to lose the college football season. And I agree. And with that being said, you must trust you must trust the leaders who are asking us to stay home. I don't care if you don't like John Bell Edwards in Louisiana or you don't like Donald Trump. It's this is not about Republican, Democrat, independent, whatever. This is about do what the people are asking us to do collectively so that we can get back to normal or pointed in that direction as soon as possible, whether that's two weeks four weeks or whenever. And I mean, if you have to go to the grocery store, go to the grocery store. If you have to go to the doctor, go to the doctor. You, you know, there's certain things you're going to have to do. We get that. But the rest of it, stay home. Don't do anything. Listen to what they've asked us to do. Because if, if everyone would abide by the guidelines that have been set down, I think we'd get past this quicker. That's my two cents worth. I'm no, like I, you. I'm not medical. I'm not. I'm not political. I'm not medical. But we got to get past this, and the best way is to do what our leaders are asking us to do. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Uh, not everyone's going to do it. Uh, I've seen some stupid behaviors personally already. I witnessed a couple of women in a grocery store yesterday that were totally oblivious to that. There's anything. It's like. It's like they just woke up from a coma and hadn't read a newspaper or watched TV. Uh, they came up right behind another woman in line, not respecting her personal space. I could see that the woman was aggravated. If they'd done it to me, I would have said something. Uh, as it was, I just zipped up my mouth and walked on and got the hell out the store. But people need to pay attention and listen. And again, if you don't like the president, that's fine. H hate on him at home. And don't go out. If you don't like the governor, hate on him at home and don't go out. They don't want to tell us to stay home, Tommy. That's the last no. thing in the world an elected leader wants to come on TV and tell everybody is that you need to be uh, quarantined in your own home. So they don't do it lightly. Let's listen to them. I, I agree 100 percent. Now, the NFL has continued with business, with the free agency signings, we got a couple of XFL guys that have signed uh, for an opportunity in the NFL. Uh, the first one being the quarterback, P.J. Walker, uh, will be in the NFC South if he makes the Carolina Panther team. Saints have signed a couple of defensive players. And when the XFL started, we talked about it being an opportunity. 
coaches, players, equipment guys, training staff, whatever, announcers. And, and now we're getting some players who are getting an opportunity for the NFL. The NFL had a, a phone conference today discussing rule changes for 2020. New Orleans Saints coach Sean Payton is on that committee and participated via phone today. I haven't seen any reports from that call yet. But the NFL is rolling on. They will conduct the draft one month from today, April 23rd through 25th. Uh, but it's not going to be in Vegas. They're not going to have it at the Bellagio with the water fountains and the boats. It's going to be like a two TV studio setting. They haven't announced where yet. Obviously, LSU fans will be a great interest. Chance for five or six Tigers to go in the first round and many more after that. Uh, but the draft's going to be a little bit different. But the uh, last thing I heard earlier today, they're absolutely going to have the draft one month from now. Now, shortly after that, you had OTAs and things like that. Don't know that that'll happen. You know, typically all the first round draft picks immediately fly into the city of the team that selects them. Now it may be a conference call, Skype kind of thing. But, you know, the NFL has continued to go. That's optimistic that they will play this fall. I think that's what you have to hope for. Yeah, I think the NFL is doing the right thing. And there's some interesting news coming out of free agency. As you said, the Saints signed a couple of XFL players. Uh, interesting to see what's going to happen between P.J. Walker and Teddy Bridgewater in a quarterback battle at Carolina. I'm sure everybody thinks, well, the Panthers signed Walker to be the backup. Look, that kid can play. I saw numerous three or four Houston's XFL games. I think they only played five. I probably saw all but one of them. He's good. He was good at Temple. He's reunited with his college coach. Uh, watch out for P.J. Walker there. And I wonder what Teddy's thinking today. Uh you know, I'm sure he's confident that he can win the job, but that's an interesting development. Another signing that really caught my eye, Tommy, is wide receiver Laquan Treadwell, formerly of Ole Miss, signing with the Atlanta Falcons. We talked in the previous podcast about the NFC South and how strong it was going to be. He's a real weapon, potentially, Tommy. He was not a good player at Ole Miss. He was a great player at Ole Miss. Very, very dynamic. Uh, if he can produce like he's capable of for the Falcons, they had a really good signing there. And speaking of Saints, I love the additions of Malcolm Jenkins and Emmanuel Sanders to the Saints squad. One is signed, re-signed defensive back DJ Swearinger as well. I like when you get guys that are familiar with the, with Sean Payton and he's familiar with them. You know, there's some synergy there, and I think that's a positive. But the NFC South will be the best division in the NFL, no question about it, uh, with all the things that have happened there. I did read one note. You know, obviously everybody knows Tom Brady signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He had one demand from the team when he was signing with them. He wanted every player's phone number so he could call and or text. I heard an interview many years ago with Kevin Falk, who won some Super Bowls with Tom Brady, the former Tiger, who's now the running back coach on that Orgeron staff. He said Brady is the ultimate teammate. Uh, you remember that Super Bowl? He got the MVP, and he gave the truck to Malcolm Butler, who picked the pass off from Russell Wilson, which sealed the Super Bowl down there on the goal line. He gave him the truck. 
because he got named MVP. He didn't need a truck. Malcolm <laughs> needed a truck. Brady gave it to him. I mean, that's, you know, I'm sure they, they did the tax money thing, whatever they had to do, but that's the kind of guy he is. I, I you know, if you're a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan, they're going back to the orange dreamsicle uniforms. Uh, Brady's are, are, they re- the, are they really? Yes. Oh, yeah. Brady's going to wear number 12 is what the indication is now. Wide receiver Chris Godwin's going to give it up to him. Uh, so NFC South will be hands down the best division in the NFL, just like the SEC West is the best division in college football. So let's hope we got some football this fall for all of our folks in Louisiana and throughout the southeastern part of the country, college and professional and i'm not trying to leave out the high school guys you and i both have a strong passion for high school football i certainly hope they're all playing and certainly practicing when we get to august tommy i did not know about the uh dream sickle uniforms that that's wonderful news uh trivial tidbit here i was at the first game the tampa bay bucks ever won it <laughs> happened to, it happened to be as you know in the louisiana superdome against the saints yeah, it broke with 26 games. That reminds me of one of the great lines by the Danic, uh, head coach John McKay. He, he came in out during this long losing streak, and he met with the media after a game, and, and somebody asked him, said, Coach, what, what do you think about your team's execution? He said, I'd be all for it. <laughs> so anyway, so we, we'll see what happens with the NFL. Obviously, Sports Takes, the podcast you're listening to, couple times a week we'll, we'll keep you posted on that but the draft is a month away trey i got some thoughts on the nba and mlb the longer we go we're, we're near the end of march now the less chance we see the nba or major league baseball because here's the problem uh i heard talk you know that the nba will start and just play into november well they can't do that because the next season starts in november baseball can't push the world series too much later because it'll mess up calendar leading into next year um, and also Tom, heard, tommy if if as a cold weather team in the world series the weather starts getting pretty bad well and they talked about neutral site for that but you know here's the thing nba the most sensible thing i read you know if they can get playing somewhere in june play like five six exhibition games and then have a big tournament every team's in it maybe a bunch of two out of three round robins and go best of five, best of seven, and just have like a huge tournament to try to crown the NBA champion. And then baseball, you know, they can figure out a way to play 70 or so games and then let history just reflect what happened. There was a national pandemic and seasons were shortened. We've had strikes shortened seasons in, in professional sports uh, for decades now and just let history reflect what really happened. But I, you, you got to be careful the longer we go. You're going to start disrupting the next scheduled season for those teams, players, facilities. I mean, the whole nine yards. Tommy, those are very good points. I hate to say this, but my personal feeling is the NBA is done for the year. Well, you know, we don't think anything's happening for at least two weeks. You know, in, in Louisiana, they're saying April 13th. Trump wants to try to say something prior to that. You know, but if they let's just say April the 13th, they say, OK, we can start moving back to being normal. You're still going to need some time to get everything organized. I think if that happens, you'll have something from the NBA. I, what I don't know, we'll let the 
people smarter than us figure that out. But if we get to April and they extend this into May, then I think the NBA is done. And then if you go another month, maybe baseball is done. I really believe you and I have a huge passion for sports among music, food, and other things. Um, I really think we all need to just shoot for football come August 1 with the high school kids practicing college, NFL. I think that has to be the goal. And if anything happens before that, we'll call it Lanyap. There you go, Tommy. Uh, in local NBA news, the Pelicans have announced that they will match any offer for Brandon Ingram this coming offseason. I think that's great news for Pelican fans. Yeah, I mean, people, these teams are still, quote, unquote, conducting business. I mean, they're crossing T's, dotting I's, and they're playing the what-if game like all Americans are, all Louisianans are. But that's all you can do at this point until we have more information from our leaders and from the, the people that we have to trust at this point in time. Yep, that pretty much sums it up, Tommy. All right, I got one closing note. A friend of mine passed away, Coach Woody Woodenhofer, at the age of 77, one-time Missouri head coach, one-time Vanderbilt head coach, four years with the Pittsburgh Steelers where he won four Super Bowl rings, two of those years as the linebacker coach, two of those years as a defensive coordinator, uh, had, had a severe stroke this past weekend and passed away at the age of 77. I got to know and so it would be a – Good friend with Woody when he spent two years with Hal Mummy in Hammond with the Southeastern Lions. Had a lot of fun. I had a lot of glasses of wine with Woody over at Brady's and downtown Hammond. And then some funny stories I'll remember the rest of my life. And, and maybe one day I'll even tell a story about him and Nick Saban in a phone call that I was uh, a part of. But uh, I want to say rest in peace, Coach Woody. He was a fun guy who loved people and always had something nice to say about somebody. I just learned earlier today that he passed away. Well, Tommy, you've told me some funny stories about Coach Woody. And, uh, of course, he was Hal Mummy's defensive coordinator at Southeastern. A uh, lot of football that guy saw, huh? Yeah, there's no question about it. I'll, I'll Real quick, we'll wrap up. He and I, not during the football season, we'd meet on a Friday at Brady's and Hammond about 4 o'clock, and we'd have a couple glasses of wine. Well, then one Friday it was 3 o'clock, then it was 2 o'clock. And then it was one o'clock. Then we just go for lunch and stay. And Coach Mummy'd have to get Woody's girlfriend, who became his wife, and my girlfriend to go get us at like seven o'clock. And neither one of us could drive. But the funny part: one time, Coach Woody and I got there about noon, and I had a bartender named Nick. He waited on us all the time. We had some other people show up, and I mean, from noon to like five thirty, we're just getting after it. Okay, we're buying people drinks. We're having fun. And it was a little lull in everybody's conversation. And Coach Woody looked at Nick behind the bar and said, hey, Nick, hey, when our tab gets to $20, cut us off. We had been there for five hours. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nick, when we get to 20 bucks, cut us off, what he told him. And we all hit the floor laughing. But he, and the, the bill was several hundred dollars. And Coach yeah, Woody right, did pick right, up that right, check. You know? right. But it was so funny. He was so serious. He goes, Nick, when we get to 20 bucks on the tab, cut us off. <laughs> That's great. That's beautiful. <laughs> all right, Trey, we'll do some more sports takes uh, later this week. And, we're not forgetting about the music takes thing. We, we'll have some music stuff on the next podcast. Trey, you have a wonderful day. Thank you, Tommy.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.